Even some of the biggest companies out there have some of the worst PR that could happen, and they still always bounce back. And sometimes it bounces back to the point of two years down the road, people don't even it doesn't even affect their look at that company. True. Um, so yeah, we're gonna dive into that, some examples, and uh, kind of how. All right, we're welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. This is Kyle Nelson, Eli Libby, and a very very special guest, Clint Payne. Welcome everybody. Welcome to the podcast, Clint. Yeah, thank you. First Clint time, first way. time. This is gonna be good. So Clint. I mean, he can go a little bit more in depth of what he does and, and where he's been, but uh, Clint is our director of marketing and uh, one of our partners at Bizbro or at Bizbros <laughs> at Results Imagery. Um, and uh, we're like, okay, well, he needs to start getting a part of all this good, fun stuff and the Bizbros stuff, and and just kind of chat a little bit because he's got a lot of knowledge and past wisdom and and some cool projects he's been a part of, and and he's helped this company, our company, grow tremendously. So, yeah, give us a little uh, a little background, Clint, on uh, where you've come from and what you do. For- well, first of all, this is uh, this is not my first time in a radio studio, so this is true. This is uh, this yeah, is true. Very, uh, this is very fresh, but definitely not a uh, not new. Um, yeah, so I uh, my background a little bit um, previously technology guy, technology turned marketing, marketing turned marketing and business, and then from there it's just it's turned into a lot of a lot of different things. Yeah, so you've done a ton uh, of stuff. Like yeah. all the agency work. You've done personal branding for people. Yeah, you've done web development work. You've done IT stuff. You're a whiz. Yeah. yeah so. Well, I'm, I'm a whiz, but uh, I think this is definitely, you know, it's definitely something a lot of people need. And I've 100%. learned a lot from platforms like this for people who can, right. you know, really kind of help educate from a, a real, a realistic point of view. 100%. So. Totally agree. Awesome. And we're sounding really good, but we're yeah, sounding yeah. really good this time. The podcast is sounding really good because we finally have some really, really good audio gear. Nice podcast setup. Um, so. We apologize for all the weird random yes. ups and downs and all the weird different types of audio, but this time we've got it. We've really bootstrapped. We've really bootstrapped this podcast, mm-hmm. but we're finally kind of, we're going to kick it up a notch and and we're going, we're moving forward. So Eli, why don't you go a little bit about what we're going to talk about on this episode um, and we'll go from there. Cool. So um, today's episode is going to lead, kind of segue into what we just talked about with Clint. I have Clint's background is kind of with branding. So bringing him in to have a discussion about why there are some brands out there that are going to be evergreen brands. They're always around. They haven't <clears throat> died yet. They might not be, you know, we'll talk about some examples of brands, right. but more just the power of a brand and what it can do for a company and its longevity. 100%. And, and like, really, why <clears throat> even some of the biggest companies out there have some of the worst PR that could happen, and they still always bounce back. And sometimes it bounces back to the point of two years down the road, people don't even, it doesn't even affect their look at that company. True. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're going to dive into that, some examples and, uh, kind of how companies, what we've seen before of what they've done mm-hmm. and, and, and yeah, just how some of them just don't die Yeah, and how to hopefully try to create one like that. Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. let's start with some, some examples of brands that are kind of evergreen. Um, I we, think we start off with Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is, it's huge. Coca-Cola is, it's, it's a movement, like it's not a movement, but it is a cult. It is, it's, um. What, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like an Americanized, like yep. it's mm-hmm. it's part of our culture. It's a culture. It's part of our culture, Coca-Cola. Whether you drink it or not, it doesn't really matter. It's yeah. part of the culture of the United States. It is. And it will never go anywhere for how bad it is for you yeah. and yeah. the products they come out with. It. Yeah. I'm I'm blown away with uh, the whole health movement that we've had in the United States. Right. Mm-hmm. How they continue to push marketing on their 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 original product. It's insane. But it's not a it's not a push about like drink it it's more of a pr push uh and the lifestyle of it almost it's like what happens when you drink a coke 
<clears throat> yeah. We also have to think about, too, it's like every time you go anywhere, whether it's Disneyland, whether it's a amusement park, there's always that Coca-Cola. Always. Mm-hmm. Coke or Pepsi. True. Well, you think about, like, think. when you go to a restaurant. Yep. It's like 10% of the time they say it's Pepsi products. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and people are usually like, oh, great. Yeah. yeah. Which I think. You know, shout out Pepsi team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll drink it. But. <laughs> but anyways, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. <clears throat> yeah, no. So it's like uh, you know, I think really, you think smaller company, you're, it's hard to it's hard to get your name out. It's hard right. to tell your story. You think bigger company, and you're like, okay, how how many people know about me? And no matter what we have or where we have it or who we sell it to, people will consistently buy it. Hundred percent. Always. Always. Oh, I mean, a couple. I think a couple other brands out there. Did you want to jump in on that last point? No, I was going to literally say what you're going to say. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think looking at it from a different point of view, I think uh, a brand like Patagonia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, I mean, on that point, but what we should move on to also is like, you've got something that's evergreen and old like Coca-Cola, but then you look at other brands that are newer brands and how are they able so far to establish Mm -hmm. that we know they're not going anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I was trying to think of some examples. And I don't, Patagonia is a pretty old brand yeah, at this it's point. Been yeah. it's been but you can go ahead and talk about that. I'm going to try to think of some. Yeah. Well, I think Patagonia has um, a little bit different play. I think it has a play mm-hmm. on like, the whole green marketing right. world. And there's a movement also behind Patagonia. Mm-hmm. They have, they've never really had, their PR is generated from good PR. Whereas I feel like a Coca-Cola or a Nike could get, kind of get reamed in a, in a bad way. They right. Can, and it does stay with them yeah, at some it point. It stays like, with them in the, in the back of the customer's mind. But Patagonia, their brand, why people are loyal to them, is they they stick to their roots, and they've started like that from day one. Right. I guess the foundation of a good brand <clears throat> is creating your vision and mission and sticking to that no matter what. Mm-hmm. So I think that Patagonia has the whole thing with the outdoor retailer, big trade show. They created a movement to move it away from Utah because they didn't believe in right. Utah's mission and foundation for and then look what happened yeah. companies a group. whole company moves behind that company yeah so it's good pr it's amazing and the, it's the power of the brand though and then you go to their it's yes. not so a the, booth yeah. but their their activation at yeah. it's yeah. the biggest one there yep. and but that pr so getting back to the brand people get wind of that through good right PR, and then now they're going to stay loyal to patagonia forever yeah, so that's I mean, their brand. it's funny. You guys were both wearing Patagonia yeah. this morning. Product over mm-hmm. price or price over product. Oh, this is getting good. Uh, product over price for me every day. Yeah. yeah. I guess it comes down to the product. I don't know. I guess it depends on the oh, category. It's totally the product game. I know you're huge on product over price. Because yep. you can see it by the products that you purchase. Like, it's true. 100%. Yeah. yeah. It's also to supporting people who are supporting us. Supporting, it, totally. Whether it's a family or a friend or even just somebody who we meet mm-hmm. in, a, in a room. Talking to a Patagonia employee compared to talking yep. to a Walmart employee, <laughs> massive difference. Massive difference. Mm-hmm. So helping support yep. them, support others is huge. Agreed. Yeah, I guess, yeah, that comes down to anything when it comes down to food. Mm-hmm. Always product over price. Because mm-hmm. you literally know the quality you're getting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference. Comes down to backpacks, comes down to shoes, comes down to vests, I mean, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Do you guys yeah. think that, uh, do you think that any of these, I mean, when I when I think of Patagonia, Patagonia and Coca Cola or Coke or whatever we call it, uh, probably never going to go away. No, right? But if they did, it would be because somebody else stepped in. Yep. And did a better job at branding. MySpace. 
It's a MySpace <laughs> story, really. Yeah, Facebook. Uh, Facebook. I mean, My literally, Facebook. when MySpace was out, I remember in high school, I mm-hmm. would have never, ever thought it was going away. Yeah. And Facebook came in and did it better. Mm-hmm. And now MySpace is like an existent almost. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I mean, they're still there, but I don't. I think they have like 20 employees or something. <clears throat> Wow. Yeah, Tom, Tom dude. Tom from MySpace. Tom, shout out to Tom. If you ever want to be on the podcast, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> I would actually love to talk to you. Like, it would be cool. It would be cool. Yeah. It would be cool. He's awesome. an amazing entrepreneur. Yeah. So, um, so what are brands doing today that can lay the foundation for Coca-Cola in the future? <clears throat> That's a good I, question. I know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I, I think what like what are brands doing to become to become an evergreen brand? I think a lot of it has to do with the. Um, Philan- like the philanthropy, like the th- yeah, philanthropic, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> philanthropy is that how you say it, right? Philanthropic. I know which word to say. I know. Like one or the other. But uh, yeah, I'm all getting flustered over here. I think that's one thing: the volunteerism of the company, the community that it's built. I think having a movement behind you, or whatever it may be, or you know that being your thing. Yeah. Um, I think it's huge. That creates make whether the person. You, okay, you could have a Columbia jacket on or a yeah. Patagonia jacket on, yeah. and you could still like Columbia better, but if Patagonia has this mm-hmm. movement that you fully believe in, you're still going to support them yeah. forever, yeah. and they're still going to be yeah. there. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, totally. I think it evolves into the green movement as well. It's huge. Sustainability. People love it. They eat it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, most of the time, yeah, the owners and the <laughs> management, they're into that, but uh, most of it is just PR. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great way to get some good PR. You're doing good for the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. But bringing it kind of back, Sorry. bringing it back smaller, because I think mm-hmm. uh, we're our we're, listeners aren't. You know, we're a small right. medium company. <clears throat> I've worked for small to medium companies who turned large, um, and I think you know you kind of bring it back to like just the personal connection. You right. Know, I think listening to the human you know, element. Shout out to the how I built this podcast and right. listening to the Patagonia story. Right. Where he was physically talking to every person. Mm-hmm. He had a personal Amazing. touch with a lot of people. My background with a the previous company was a for a conglomerate business owner who had a lot of connections, and he built every business off of connections and relationships. And it's amazing. And I think when you take that to a bigger scale, like Coca Cola, they've been there, done that, seen that. They're going to last forever. But you kind of bring it back to smaller company, and with a lot of really good touch points with. Phone calls, meetings, chicken hangs, having coffees, having beers. It's huge. It's huge. I mean, and it perfect. helps equate to a, a, a really, really good relationship. 100%. I mean, a perfect example is honestly Sierra Nevada. Mm-hmm. They're another amazing oh, yeah. example of what they've done. They're never going away. Yep. They're evergreen. They're family-owned, argued over for years. It says it on their can. Shout out. Uh, but uh, I think you brought up some great points, Clint. I think it's true. About the connections, and once you start in the beginning, you might not feel like you're taking steps forward by the one-on-one conversations. But if you look at the dividends of what that can happen over the what that can bring you back on a return over the years, is huge. Mm-hmm. In a year, the Patagonia guy probably had hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of conversations mm-hmm. when he was getting started. You know, yeah. <clears throat> Kyle, you're pretty you're pretty well known in town, right? I mean, I you know. <laughs> I, hit the I, I like. To, <laughs> I like to think so. I oh, know people but, know who I am. You know, I, mean, I can't go. Yeah. I, I literally can't go around without someone saying hi. But what, what, did, what did you do to network to get that? To get network, to that totally. point, it was networking. Hundred percent, showing up to things. You cannot be seen unless you show up. Yep. It's like, and it's so silly to say, but it's like, but that dividend is paid. Mm-hmm. Now, 
you know, helping this company grow, you know, there's, you know, Eli has a brand also in this town too, but mm-hmm. with media, it's like, I have this brand I've created just locally and mm-hmm. people trust it because of the conversations I've had and the work I've done, the work I've done for free or really cheap over years and showing up to any networking group I could find. But I think you're, I think it's a great point. Mm-hmm. It was literally from shaking hands, mm-hmm. grabbing coffees, mm-hmm. occasional beer. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah. a lot of hard work, but it pays off. Mm-hmm. It does. Um, I like to bring it back real quick to the point of product over price. And yeah. I think a really good example <clears throat> that we can reflect back on is um, with Apple. Mm-hmm. There's oh, that huge thing that came out with yeah. um, the Foxconn, what was it, Foxconn factory yeah. or whatever. There's like fires, people jumping out of yeah. buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But till this day, Apple is one of the biggest companies in the world. And we buy the first trillion dollar company up a trillion dollar. Mm-hmm. I think so. Wow. Jesus. Yeah. So, well, know, they've had bad PR, but because of their product is so good, mm-hmm. it, their branding it, of their product is so their good. Their branding of the product is so good. Mm-hmm. Their product is good. Their price points are high. They always have that customer that's coming back. Always. And you notice every time, and every time they launch a product, it's like they had another hundred dollars to the price. And it's like yeah. kind of buzz, mm-hmm. and then like a day yeah. later, people are just like whatever. It's Apple. Yeah. Apple can do that, and people will pay those prices. Mm-hmm. Product over price. Product over price all day long. Yeah. Like their new AirPod yeah. Pros that Rose. they just came out with. Yeah. Three hundred dollars. Three hundred bucks for headphones, and you know they're not. They're probably sound quality probably isn't Beats. Probably yeah. isn't all the other nope. top brands. No. Although they own Beats, but yeah, because they were gonna take right. Beats is gonna compete with Apple. Yep, and so it's like, but people are gonna pay yeah. for it. Yeah, they know it too. It's style thing too. It is. I mean, really, it's. Oh, but it, but it comes down to brand, though. It comes down to brand. brand mm-hmm. like I mean, look at us. We're like, yeah, strapped <coughs> with Apple products. Yeah. It's all branding. Never bring brands. We'll be around forever if you brand well. It's all branding. So, that wraps up this episode of the Biz Bros Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to our Boom. YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram at biz.bros. Yes. And we will see you guys back here for the next episode. Thank you guys all for joining. And Hopefully you enjoyed the new uh, audio experience. Hopefully yeah. it sounded better. Hopefully we don't. Yeah. <laughs> the last ones I might have, uh, you know, throw out an eardrum or something every time. <laughs> 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 Anyways, thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you guys real soon.